and you were her stop. <laughs> yeah, she didn't know how to stop. Don't so stop till Daddy goes ah. <laughs> like, she would either run into something, somebody, or just fall over, her own, trip over her own feet. <laughs> it was cute. It was cute. <laughs> yeah. So if you're her stop, your head met with that coconut. Ow, my groin. <laughs> yeah, the classic. Uh, <laughs> Man getting hit by football. football. <laughs> who was the guy that like that redid it that won the awards or whatever? I, I can't I remember know. what f- famous guy it was or whatever. No but he, he's the one that beat uh you know Burns, Burns. again. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I, I bribed like, everybody yeah. in Hollywood. I bribed everybody in Hollywood. He's like whatever that guy's name getting hit by football. And, and I just remember that. Ow, my groin. <laughs> it's just a little voice. <laughs> Spielbergo. <laughs> Spielbergo. I think of that. Mm, Oscar oh. in there is boy bueno. Mr. Burns, El Diablo. El Diablo. We <laughs> <laughs> yeah. both made bomb arms for the Third Reich. But no, mine worked, worked, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but mine worked. Oh, man. All right, Beth, I think we're getting you down in a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh. Okay, that's good. A little H2O, <laughs> oh, yeah. H2O, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was that funny? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like you just remembered something. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> my friend Jen does, does. That. You, can, oh. you can see her light bulb going off. She goes, "Oh!" <laughs> see, I've I've been around people like that, and it kind of you know it throws me off because you know I don't expect that whole like, "Oh man, what's happening?" Like, are, do they have a heart attack, a stroke? What's happening? Like, I just remember first, where I left my paper clips last week. Like, oh, what? Okay, there well, are two first, groups. First of people. couple of times, like it did startle me, but now I'm just used to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've noticed that there are two groups of people that do that. The hell of those lightning moments. Blonde girls and old men. Okay, that's just sexist, man. The the, the old blonde thing what, is just... picking on old men or what? Yeah, do not pick on the sexy old men, man. They, they're refined. <laughs> they got those sweet creases. No. Well, see, well, see they're you don't for want to be mean to the blondes. You say, no. oh, it's just a stereotype, but no, it's not. Well, not really. <laughs> yeah. It's really not. The stereotypes exist. Well, well, no, like growing up, you know, you hear all those tropes about the blondes. All of that for me was media, but then you actually like see blondes and they're like... They're not dumber than most people, you know. They're just they just get caught out more, I guess. No, they are dumber no, than most people. <laughs> well, I've heard it's the stereotypes that it's because like the ones that artificially get their hair blonde bleached, you know, it's like which frying their brains, you know, not where yeah. they're just naturally. Born. No, I knew a girl like that. Yeah, see, well, that's the peroxide had fr- yeah, had, per- peroxide. had soaked in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the other group, old men, it's because you asked them something like two weeks ago and they finally remembered what it was. They were, you know, they went into that room and remembered what they came in for. Mm. <laughs> There's my heart pills. I, oh. I deal with that a lot at work because oh, I'm surrounded wow. <laughs> by guys that are in their 60s. Yeah. Back in my day, uh, Jimmy Carter was the man. I don't know. <laughs> Jimmy Carter Jim- is smarter. <laughs> what was the other one line? Was um, it the Damn, Scooby Doo can do do, can do, but yeah. Jimmy Carter is oh, smarter. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> the Homer, Homer trying to show off in front of Jay Sherman. Mm. Oh yeah, that's what who it was. There's yeah. the critic Simpsons crossover. It stinks. It stinks. It that's such a good episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, you badmouthed MacGyver, didn't you? And <laughs> 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 he's dangling in his underwear. <laughs> That's one He's my, been up there all night. <laughs> thanks to that sh- that episode, I know the Oscar Mayer Wiener song. Like I didn't know it till that. <laughs> like I, I, I heard of it, but like, but now I know. You know when you spell it out and everything. <laughs> he knows the whole hot dog song. Go ahead, Marge. Sleep with sleep him. With I'll him. just take a lock of your hair to remember. And he just cuts it too. I like that. He just snips it off. <laughs> she just lets him. <laughs> what she just kind of like before, like, what are you even going on about, man? I think she was just stunned. <laughs> 
<laughs> just like, wait, what? All right. So now we should kind of start. I, it's all going to be 90% of this is going to be code open, but I had, <laughs> I had kind of get like, look, because we this have one more. Masters? Well, we have one <laughs> more in the, in the, in the chamber. And I think that rounds us up to 30. So I was kind of thinking that would be the end of our current season. We're in season five, by the way. My God. We have seasons? Yeah, man. Oh, oh. Look at the episode. It's season five. And so it's going to be episode 30 that gets released. So this would be the first of season six. But then I thought, you know what? 30 is kind of a, a hot number. I might try now to like mandate it or whatever that it's going to be every 50 episode. That's kind mm. of a nice l- round nice number. Nice round number. Yeah. yeah. yeah in theory, that's a year. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, true. That's got, probably would make it easier because you know we've done the show what three years or so, but we have I five episodes. Four. I don't know. It's been a while. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I can look on the date if I mm-hmm. gave it five seconds of thought. But so I thought it'd be kind of the new season. Then we kind of thought like what kind of theme, blah blah blah. But then I was like, nah, we'll just wait till we get to higher episodes because season three or four. I was looking at it yesterday. We had like thirty six episodes, so there's no true there somewhere where i just it's decide to think, yeah where i just randomly decide you know this will be the end of the season but so i kind of was thinking until yesterday like this would be the you mean season. you being inconsistent no that's impossible yeah. <laughs> what oh uh, she's playing starfall, starfall. Oh, okay I thought she was <laughs> it's, like, singing. it's like that's not cinderella sounds i'm hearing <laughs> yeah, yeah. she's multitasking she's watching cinderella and playing starfall games oh man she's she's getting ready for this show you know when she starts getting mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. we can start uh, randomly talking about stuff uh, but real she's quick good at that well real no, quick she will randomly talk about random things randomly <laughs> she'll fit right in then you know not to get her on the show uh, mm-hmm. but real quick mark so how are you enjoying the red dead Red uh, redemption game well, first, I'll have to remember, uh, <laughs> remember to um, participate. Yeah. No, you just well, you just have the code. You just have to put in the code, and then it downloads. Well, first, I have to plug in my Xbox and then pay a Microsoft subscription. No, no, fee. no, it's on the Switch. Well, oh, see, it's on the there, Switch. There, there's oh, a, there lies the rub because Mr. Switch went on vacation again. What yeah. you can play, you know, at night or I don't know. I, I don't know your schedule. Mm-hmm. When you're in this, you know. Put a hot tub, not a hot tub. Put a nice tub, uh, fill up the tub, and lay in there a little bath time. You know, a little uh, tea lights. <laughs> no, we we don't work. take electronics in the bathtub. Yeah, it doesn't work. <laughs> well, I think the the days of uh, your toaster accidentally slipping in there is long gone. You know? Yes, no, but that electronic handheld was very expensive. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. I mean, one controller is fifty bucks, man. That's true. Yeah. By the time you get all the shipping, that, that's and one of the reasons why Mr. Switch went on vacation is because we had to replace one of the controllers. Oh shit! Because okay. something yeah. got broken. The Joy Cons? <laughs> one of the Joy Cons? Mm-hmm. One Joy Con. By the time you get, you know, the one with the you selected the, um, taxes, shipping, yeah, with the joystick on it. The yeah. Main, the main one. Yeah. Well, see, I was gonna say, one. well, they both have one, I think, but like one set of stinking Joy Cons are like eighty bucks. Yeah. yeah, they're on sale for seventy sometimes. Oh, buddy, jump on that! Yeah, and I think they finally fixed the whole drifting. That was the issue where like it would drift off, you know, the center of it or something. That ah. was a that was a bigger thing in the older um older uh episode. I keep moving too much. Yeah, it wouldn't move to the left anymore. Yeah, <laughs> it would only go right. Yeah, yeah. it's but all she... right. Which is a real problem if you're playing Mario Kart. Yeah. <laughs> Well, unless you play the NASCAR version, I guess. Well, you, you just play you have to go backwards because right you you're still backwards. going yeah. left. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, they go left, left, left straight. Left, left, straight. Uh, I got a left turn. It's a good sport to follow when you're hammered. It's hard It's hard for t- me to consider racing a sport. <laughs> oh, man. Well, it, it NASCAR, is, I mean, you'll, hillbillies think it's the sport of kings. 
Well, no, see, yeah. it's still the technique and having a. It's almost like if they're all the same skill, though, then you have a decent race. You know what I mean? Like if, if everybody's racing go karts, it's like well, it's it's evenly matched. So if you're only think... able to turn left, it's kind of you're evenly matched. You know what I mean? It's like I'm sure if you're in that racing seat, it's very exciting. But watching, oh yeah, it, yeah, there you go. You're yeah. watching That's... traffic. <laughs> yeah, because it's it's the same thing. They're like you know five inches apart from each other. Yeah, you know, and them all making that turn in unison. All the, very seldomly does one overtake another. Well, maybe it usually not... takes like five laps to, for an overtake. And well, there's like. 500 laps in these <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go, yeah i'll check in in an hour and then like, we'll see what's yeah. going on well isn't it like you know the the stereotype like they did on the simpsons where a lot of people just want to watch the crash you mm-hmm. know? yep so, that's yeah. what you're there for just the, the yeah every time a car was about to crash everyone's like ah. and then oh. it, it saves itself yeah, right. <laughs> oh marge i missed the crash no and the guy thought he caught I caught somebody's uh, helmet or something like. Oh, oh there's it's no, empty. It's empty. Yeah. Oh, it's been scooped out. It's been <laughs> scooped out. Yeah, I remember that going like, man, that's dark. I think it was Cletus. Cletus, yeah, it had to be Cletus. <laughs> yeah, if you want your stereotypical NASCAR uh, fan, it's gonna be Cletus for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's all the uh, hillbillies with their trucks parked in the parking lot. And it's all Cletus. Why'd you have to park next to my parents? Oh, honey, it's my parents <laughs> too. <laughs> I, I forgot that. Yeah, that's that's the most blatant, like uh, you know, Alabama style, whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, there's the one where Homer got ordained so he could marry gay people, oh, and yeah. he married gay, every gay person in town. So he just started marrying except anyone. for Lenny Carl. No, you let them. <laughs> you leave them figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like marrying Cletus and Brandine. He's like, wait, are you guys brother and sister? He's like, we's well, lots of things. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even want to kind of dwell on that. Like, I'll leave it. I'll leave it. I'll leave it at that. I don't want to find out what else you guys are. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, real quick, because this bugged me at, at work. It's one of those uh, words. Do you guys know what is the upper shoulder muscle called? Deltoid. I was about to say, isn't that the deltoid? Uh, maybe it's a different part, but it, it starts with the T. It's a, it's a trap. They call it the traps. Mm. Oh, yeah. What is that called? Like, what's the official name of it? Trapezoid. That's the shape, isn't it? Yeah. See, that's <laughs> what it is. Oh, well, I think that's where it gets its name. Yeah, but it's the trapezius. Trapezius. Mm. So, oh, okay. so I got mocked at work because we were just talking, and for some reason, my brain was like. You know, I said the poor little hamster was kind of like, you know, slammed against the wall trying to come up with something. He was asleep. <laughs> no, no, that poor bastard was just like, he's never, he's never, the, the time he's running like comfortably, it's like far and far and far in between. <laughs> it's either, you know, a slow walk or a sprint, no in between. Or just chaos where he's like being thrown a, a, around the wheel. Yeah, and that's what happened on this one. Yeah, where, and so. Like a cat in a dryer. <laughs> well, I was getting laughed at, but I'm thinking like, trapezius and trapezoid it's it's so close you like you gotta yeah. give me partial credit man and yeah. the thing is it's sh- the shape is like the bottom is is long it's almost like a triangle but instead of the top it, it makes it like a plateau and so that's the that trapezius how do we mm. no, okay trapezoid so that's trapezoid. trapezoid yeah well that's how the shape of the trapezius so it's like well that's where it gets the name of you know mm. it's, it's so you were half right yeah partial close credit. enough Par- partial credit man. points for knowing a thing yeah mm-hmm. for, for being slightly edumacated but either way that was kind of bugging me because i got mocked for like the rest of the day and i was kind of that's not like some common knowledge shit i'm not a massage it's like no one's taking notice of all the things i got right yeah yeah that, that's true yeah i know my a b a through y's but i fuck up the z and now i'm in moron like that's just not cool man <laughs> Oh, I'm tired. I go with that. I do. I have that a lot at work too. <laughs> go back to yeah. Uh, 
saying A through Y made me think of Plankton. I've exhausted every <laughs> evil plan in my file cabinet from A to Y. What Y-Z. about Z? Z. Plan Z. There it is. <laughs> you forgot. <laughs> That's funny. Well, it, it's I one love, of the. I love Karen. <laughs> yeah, Karen and Plankton. Yeah. Oh, well, Karen, my computer wife. Well, when people say, you know, like, uh, what letter comes between J or something, and are you gonna immediately jump to? Or are you gonna start A B, B C D E F G H I? Well, if it's in the middle of the ABCs, I totally have to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say it just depends on how cognitive I am that day. Yeah. R S T T. It was T. I knew it was T. What's after Q? It's talk like no, it's not. No, talk no. like the pirate day was last month. Yeah. <laughs> what? Damn it! I, I missed it again. I September nineteenth. Well, you know what? I'm more of a ninja than a, than a pirate. Uh, Who would want to say there is no talk like a ninja day because ninjas are soft? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I've seen a couple. This post, I don't know how accurate it is, but some you know how universities offer these. Now they have a bunch of different like classes. They you know weird ones like one offs, but they have one where it's like a ninja class. And so somebody posted under like the professor's like uh, I didn't see you in class yesterday. He's like you're welcome. <laughs> He's like so does that mean good, I have a good grade? Yeah, I'm a damn good ninja. <laughs> like, if you see me, then I've messed up. I'm That's right. Ninja. <laughs> well, that deserved a little rim shot, but um, I got my hands are preoccupied. Got a cup of coffee in one hand and phone in the other. That's like you know you'll see them on American Dream. You'll see the memes. You know, it's just a picture of like some woods or something. There are 17 people hidden in this picture. Yeah, or 17 ninjas. Or well, I've seen one that's like just an empty school hallway and it's like ninja school. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's cool. See, there you go. Yeah, that's, you know, every, every hallway is always empty. I could imagine the poor janitor, boom, excuse me. Oh, you bastard. Get out of the trash can again. Um, I, I like one that I saw re- a couple of times where it's this guy like on a train station uh, and he's and he's wearing like camel pants. And then he's wearing like a reflective vest up top. <laughs> and so somebody's like, "Buddy, do you want to get seen or, or not?" not. <laughs> yeah, he's Make like, up "Pick one. Yeah, pick one or the other." <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, yeah, gonna, because so many people have gotten shot while hunting that yeah, you have to wear high vis vest now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that's, see, or- that's kind you know, of defeats the bright purpose. orange hat. <laughs> yeah. So the elk's just watching like. Hey, hey, Earl! You see that that pillar of reflection moving across? Yeah, I'm sure it's nothing. Let's go get that food that's hanging from the tree. That's right. Next <laughs> year, yeah. That's why I love the memes of uh, you know, it's like a picture of a deer. It's like it's all blurry and the deer's in motion. It's like the deer when they hear a twig snap and it's like jumping out of the way. It's mm-hmm. like deer in the front and the. When it's in the headlights of a oncoming truck that weighs three thousand pounds. Huh? Yeah. Huh? It just has, yeah. There's a. Uh, a Farsight cartoons, two ra- rats coming home, and you see a mouse trap there. And the wife's like, "Who, who cares where it came from? Just get rid of it, but make sure you save that cheese." <laughs> <laughs> oh no, <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Save that see, cheese. What that, what that need rat needs is the uh, Marine Corps operations manual. Oh, the poke it with a stick. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a really long stick. That's how you get that cheese without getting hurt. <laughs> or you know, just send somebody else to do it. You're like, hey, can you get that cheese for me? That works too. <laughs> here's here's a, I guess it's all about on, online stuff, but there's another kind of discourse I've seen online for a while, and I'm curious about like when this trend or you know people behave like oh this is normal behavior, but removing shoes when you go to someone's house that should not be expected, should it? Um, I, I think it's just a reflection of how they b- do at home because we have a friend who does that. Whenever he gets home, he takes off his shoes. That's not to 
dirty the carpet, I guess. But anywhere yeah. he co- anytime they come over here, they do the same thing. They take their shoes off, leave them by the door. Yeah, so it's kind of a habit thing. Um, I think if, you, if you're in Japan, it's normal. Well, see, also, yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's a huge yeah. cultural component to it. Um, it's just, but he's not Japanese. <laughs> well, see, that's but I kind think of, he picked it up from that, from his love of anime. Mm. Well, for me, it's kind of a thing where so I guess it, it shouldn't it, be expected. So, like, uh, well, he's the one that I recorded the, the Lego episode with, but I went to his, his house some weeks back, and, and it was like that, like, oh, you know, move your And I, for a second, I'm just kind of like, well, I shouldn't have to adhere to your rules. But at the same time, it's almost like, well, it's rude for me to be the one that's not like that. But it's just kind of to be sort of uh, like, oh, no, it's it's the norm. Or online people are saying how, like, yeah, if you go to somebody's house, you should ask first. And I was like, that shouldn't be the default or, like, the number one one. You know what I mean? It should be like, you're not ex- you shouldn't be expected to take your shoes off. It's um, just... It, it's like if... I think it could be rude to say, you know, oh, don't come into my house with your dirty shoes. <laughs> you know, but so it depends how you say it. I guess, I guess it's, it depends See, how you say yeah. it. And it depends on what your guest is comfortable with. So if you invite somebody over to your house, you need to expect the fact that they might not want to take off their shoes like you do. Or, or yeah, think- what if they're uh, they're gonna like, I got stinky boot for you, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I me mean, might not want them to take off their shoes. <laughs> yeah, well, that's kind of it. Where like, if I knew my feet stunk, I'd be now. It'd be just to be that antagonist. Where like, well, I hope you make me take my shoes off and jerk because this, mm-hmm. this, what you see is because then if you're like, oh, your feet are stink, man, put your shoes back. I'm like, well, no, now you can't discriminate against me. You, your rule is not, you know, take your <laughs> shoes off. And now you're like, except if now, nah, well, fuck that because uh, now you're just that's, put, that's getting down prosecuting. In, that's me, getting down into specific instances. But I think just in general. Um, you shouldn't expect to be. You know, it's very much kind of a combination. Beth nailed it. It's like, if you're going to expect it of your guests, you know, try to phrase it nicely. Yeah. Uh, but also, if you're going to somebody else's house and that's what they expect, you know, hey, when in Rome. Yeah, yeah. Um, at the very least, you know, because I think this is what they do in, in like, uh, Asian customs and stuff. But have, a, a, you know, you have a set of, like, shoes for them then or something. Oh, house yeah, shoes? That, yeah, yeah, that's there what you they go. do. Yeah. They, they, in Japan, they have a little nook right inside the the entryway yeah where you yeah. Can take off your shoes and put on some slippers and there's a little shoe rack right there see <laughs> yeah so, kind of like uh you know the midwest they'd have mud rooms it's yeah. where you hang up yeah. your coats and take off your boots yeah yeah so you don't drag it's like if you have really really dirty shoes obviously you shouldn't you know go trumping into you know someone's house as a guest yeah <laughs> But that's why you have the welcome mat. You know, I rub off 90, 80% of the mud I have. And, you know, the rest, guess what? You're going to have to clean the floor sooner or later. <laughs> I don't know. That's just my take. But that's kind of the perfect one, like, where people are like, oh, they expect you to take your shoes off. Like, what well, do you have some, you know, uh, supplemental shoes for me? And if you don't, then you can <laughs> just some slippers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Even some bunny slippers. Some little paper ones, you know, that you get at the, the ER or some shit. I don't know, man. So, what? We're, we're not going to require you to take your shoes off here, but you need to understand the fact that I am home. I'm not going to wear some. <laughs> okay, see, so that's kind of, I guess, the, the, the other side where... In your home, you're comfortable being shoeless. Yeah, but, but in some I'm usually shoeless, home. yeah. Yeah, yeah, because it's like, because I don't care. I clean up the mess. I don't care if my socks get dirty or whatever, but it's like, you know, somebody else comes over. I'm not like, hey, take your damn shoes off. Mm-hmm. We leave it an option. Or what if they have, what if they have, they come in like flip-flops? Do you want their, their bare naked, sweaty feet? Oh, my, I, that to me is kind of less... 
uh, inviting than that. You know, I don't want your girl's feet walking around, you know, stepping on my mud. <laughs> <laughs> um, given that I've, I left walked, that grease in front know, of man. the in the front of the stove for a reason. I don't want you <laughs> taking it out of there, man. It doesn't bother us. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> See, yeah. and that's kind of I think what should be like the or you know, it's that's lessening now because I see we we don't bathe in Purell. So yeah, we're not germaphobes. <laughs> so well, that's kind of a, uh, yeah. I don't know if that's kind of the other point of it, but my, my point is like where they're sort of adopting this like uh, oh yeah, it's it's rude to not even consider taking your shoes off in somebody's home. Like no, it's not, man. That's growing up. I never. It's, it's th- all just about you know your upbringing, what you're used to. And it's like if your culture is different than someone else's, and you invite them over, you need to be respectful of that. Okay, when I step through my front door, like. Within seconds, I'm I'm in full birthday suit. So okay, if you want me to be comfortable, yeah. Um, see, so okay. So now I'm the asshole. I see it. Well, I see it. <laughs> I was wondering why you're always in loincloth while you're here. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, what's that, uh, Mister uh, the the all body guy, body good? What's that guy? Oh, uh, Michael Goodbody. Michael Goodbody. Yeah, <laughs> Mister Goodbody. Yeah. Man, even as a kid, I used to freak me out. I see those commercials. I'm like, no way, man. I don't know that that guy's on a watch list or something. I have to thank Archer for that. <laughs> show Archer. There's, I had completely forgotten about him until really? he showed That's up funny. in one of the episodes. Yeah. I haven't watched it in there, but I, for some reason I saw it some months back and I just made me think of it. He seemed like as, as much a weird concept. This yeah. guy wandering around in a full body. Li- Do you remember the show? Mm-mm. Oh, he yeah. had like a. Sp- oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. It had the muscles. Leotard. And muscles yeah. and yeah, organs yeah, yeah, yeah. and everything else. It's like, and he's like, they're just like going on these adventures do, or whatever. Do, talking do. about yeah, talking about which muscles you use for what activities and things yeah. like that. And he'll I'm, point it out. I'm just glad they never did a, a Mr. Goodbody and um, um, Magic School Bus crossover episode. <laughs> that oh, would have been flu. nightmare flu. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there were a couple episodes where they went into people. Well, no, yeah, that's what I mean. But if they went into Mr. Goodbody, be like, oh man, these these graphics are a little too too. Uh, too close to comfort, I guess. Ugh. All right, with well, that nasty... Uh, Yeah, I know the weather before anyone else does. Okay, fairy lore. Hi-oh. There are many... I don't deserve a rim shot. <laughs> there are many... Th- those wah, are one. Wah. Yeah, that deserves a groan. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I forgot I do have a such home. There are many theories about fairies, but it is agreed that they, A, are human in appearance with magical powers, B, do not like iron. I thought I said two iron. Do not like iron and will not go near it. That's, I don't know that. C, it's have, unnatural. Have uh, magical powers, including flying, casting spells, and foretelling the future. The name fairy comes from an old French word, ferré, <laughs> meaning enchantment. Why well, he has a weird A there. Some believe that fairies are an intelligent species similar to humans but smaller and distinctly different. It is believed that they were driven into hiding over 100 years ago by human encroachment on fairy lands worldwide as population exploded during the Industrial Revolution. Some fairy habitations are now also underground. Oh wow! It just is telling you all the story. It's underground. Like yeah, you're you get out of like this. Mm-hmm. Others believe that fairies are angels who have committed a crime or sin. They have been forced to live in the earth realm and are quite mischievous. These fairies can change their shape at will. Some of their acts can be actually harmful. 
It is not known whether this is intentional or whether they do not understand how their actions affect humans. Fairy time is different. Fairies have a hard time understanding the concept of minutes, hours, days, weeks. So do all my meth friends. Uh, people exposed <laughs> to fairy mischief have reported time travel is one of their dark arts. Nice. I like dark arts. Fairies can survive without food or nourishment for long periods. Ah, that's your clue. Why is everybody having a buffet all of a sudden? Mm. When they eat, they tend to overindulge and eat several times their body weight at a single setting. So does my my uncle Leo. I don't know. There are reports that a human Sounds who like eats every Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's what everybody is. There are reports that a human who eats fairy food becomes highly susceptible to their schemes and plans. Although actual enslavement is rare. Oh, that's nice to know. Rare. Uh, rare. Being keyword. <laughs> so now we go back. If you would like to make your choice without, so now we read up on cherries. Make your decision below. If you decide to stay with the lane in the large hall and risk eating the fairy feast before continuing to search for Alistair, turn here. If you decide to turn above ground to look for Alistair immediately, turn to page fifty-four. Hmm. That's kind of neat. So now it's kind of. It, it's like it could end quickly in both directions. You, you eat the food. It's like okay, you're a fairy slave, slave now. You're doomed. Um, Unless they pat it out with like to get end. away from it and all that fun stuff. But you leave and go look for Alistair in the car park. Oh, he's not there. The solstice already happened. You missed it. Yeah, go you missed. Home. So well, what well, if Alistair is, is waiting for you out in the car park to, and meeting with him saves you from these people? Hmm. Could so, you like it's not a quick adventure. Of, uh, Hmm. See, it's kind of funny that they set up this stuff with the fairies, and and I'm on, you know, I'm okay with being hanging out with the fairies and being able to. Well, I have mean, powers I mean, stuff. these these people seem very jo- jovial, and that lasagna does look pretty good. <laughs> yeah, you've been salivating about this salivating. It's like okay, I become highly susceptible to the fairies' tricks. It's like okay, I go around pranking people. What's the problem? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you, you know, you overindulge. Mm. It's like what you know, you know, and if they make me a fairy too, you know, so I don't, I don't see why that's bad. Never, you know, me never have to walk again. Hey, man, I'm it just aces so, over here. So I'll stay and eat the food. So we are going to eat. Dun, dun, risk dun. becoming a fairy, or is risk having to deal with twigs nonsense? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I have to listen. Uh, uh, yeah, I think I trust this fairy more than I trust twig. Because, because when I get that stone, I'm not giving it back to him. Mm-hmm. It can't hurt to eat a bit of fairy food, you say. I must admit, I'm starved. We prefer to be called fae these days. Fairies, kelpies, we folk. Those terms are kind of old school, Elaine says. Right, fae food, then you reply. What about the good people? Never mind, she's been saying fairy the whole time. And I was like, we don't like to be called fairies. Like, you <laughs> sack of shit. My knowledge, uh, reference of the good people, that's kind of an Irish thing. Mm. Oh, okay. okay. Th- they're fol- folklore? Mm-hmm. You and Elaine find find empty seats at one of the long tables. Within seconds, plates of food appear in front of you. Every bit is delicious. You eat roast beef with Yorkshire pudding, baby asparagus with the delicious lemon butter sauce, grilled chicken with mashed potato. Damn. Damn. You're already a fairy, dude. Look at all this over It's like being on Kanan Codus's ship. <laughs> oh, yeah, when they do the milk. Cooking for 40 fairies? Yeah, uh, cooking for 40. Oh, yeah. Lasagna and more mashed potatoes. And more mashed potatoes. Uh, I can hear that. It's hard to just eat one one round of mashed oh, potatoes. Oh, yeah, mashed potatoes are good. Alistair seems more and more remote as you eat this wonderful feast. Yeah, especially garlic and chives. Yeah, some garlic and chives. I don't know. After you have eaten three whole plates of food, the desserts begin to arrive. Oh, oh buddy. Oh, man. No one said I had to save room for the dessert. <laughs> yeah. You know what? There's always room for dessert. First, you dig into a piece of pecan pie with homemade vanilla ice. Whoever wrote this book was starving. <laughs> they just sat there like, 
Oh, Ju- just finished. Let uh, me get this stupid chapter. I'm getting dude. hungry now. Yeah, it is lunchtime. <laughs> then you accept a bowl of brown sugar roasted bananas with chocolate sauce. Brown sugar. You follow that with a tiny raspberry tart and a fat slice of spice cake. God. Finally, you finish off with the miniature meringue, meringue swan filled with blueberry custard. All right, this fairy's not going to be floating for a while. That's for yeah. sure. Uh, I just lay here, guys. I'm more of a cupid than uh, an actual fairy. I don't care if I do become your slave, you say to no one in particular. This is the best meal I've ever eaten. Well, that's terrible words. Should have thought of that instead of saying it out loud. All the nearby fairies break out laughing, as if you said the funniest thing in the world. One of them is about to say something when the crystal bell rings. The whole hall quiets in an instant. The Queen, Elaine whispers, well, sorry, whispers, answering your look. She is about to speak. At Elaine's words, the fae woman in the green velvet dress stands on the stairs, leading to a huge oak door at the other end of the hall. Let us give our thanks to the cooks and the waiters. A huge roar of thanks goes up from the assembled crowd, and you join in with enthusiasm. Now we are ready to pay respects to the light of the sun on this longest day of days, but we will also bring our honor and love to the glories of the night. With those words, the queen proceeds to march through the oaken doors out of the dining hall. Guests fall in line behind her, and you see many take glowing torches from off the walls as they pass into a large, dark tunnel. Oh, there comes those heebie-jeebies again. If you have your direction straight, it leads towards Stonehenge. All right, here we go. Damn, they don't give a lot of choices. Let's just keep going with the story. You hurry to follow after the queen into the tunnel. Everyone starts, again, hang back. You be the last guy, man. Mm-hmm. Everyone starts to sing a low tune as they march. Tactical, baby. Sundown, sundown, moonrise, moonrise. When it drops, wise eye, wise eye. You are not being wise there, friend. The queen reaches the end of the tunnel. She begins to climb a set of worn stone steps without pausing. You and Elaine are not far behind. As you step out of the darkness, you realize that you are in the middle of the Stonehenge Monument. You see the fading light of the end of the longest day. A honey glow makes everything seem special and full of life. You look around, but you can't see any of the police, the barricades, or the thousands of people who were in the parking lot. All that you can see is green and untouched. You're about to ask where everything went when the Fae Queen steps into the middle of the circle. Just as she does so, the sun sets. She raises her hands up as she is making an offering. Her face is strong and beautiful in the last of the fading light. You fall to your knees along with all the others. Okay, you're just going along with it now? Mm. He's already indoctrinated. God damn. Nice we, we kneel to honor the sun. That, that food was just too mm-hmm. much. We kneel to honor the sun and the earth, Elaine whispers. This the is the Twig most- never ever gave me a meal like that. <laughs> right? Yeah, screw that guy. I'm, I'm converting to these guys. <laughs> this is the most powerful time of the year, the time when Her Majesty gets her visions. Visions of what, you ask? Before Elaine can answer, the queen lets out an anguished cry and falls to the ground, unconscious. The whole crowd gasps. Man, these theater actors are really good, I'm telling you what. Uh, I'm trying to get to the next choice, and then we can cut this off. What happened, you ask? Elaine shakes her head. The fairies move quickly to help the queen. She awakens and struggles to her feet, brushing them back. Man, these Shakespearean actors are just going Mm -hmm. all out. I will be perfectly fine, she says in a strong tone. That's when you realize you're in the middle of a rendition of Midsummer Night's Dream. <laughs> yeah, huh? all of a sudden it's like, climb up to this pyre. I don't know. Mm. She looks around the assembled fairy throng. She seems to be looking for someone. Then her eyes lock with yours and she stops. She whispers something to her minions and points in your direction. Then she departs. A nervous murmur of worry rises from the crowd when she is gone. This cannot be good, Elaine says with a frown. Someone else says, I've never seen it happen. I've been attending for 332 years. 
One of the queen. That guy's, <laughs> that guy's drunk. <laughs> One of the queen's pages approaches. You feel all eyes on you as he comes near. He leans in and says in a low voice, the queen would like to see you in her audience chamber. Oh, Whoa, yeah. <laughs> this is what it's all about, people. It's finally paying off. But I'm full of chocolate. Please follow me if you would be so kind. You nod your agreement. All right, I'm actually getting a little nervous now. <laughs> all right, two more pages, and then we got a choice, and then I guess we'll, we'll see if uh, it ends. Yeah. I'm going to have to cut this in half because I was going to do like one episode of this, but I don't think we just, people can sit through this. The pay of my smooth, sultry voice. The page leads you back down the stairs through several tunnels you don't remember seeing before and through carved wooden doors and into a small room with a comfortable chair with comfortable chairs and a roasting fire, roaring fire. On a table in front of the fire is a small bowl of glowing blue water and a pack of condoms. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you stand to the fire for a few moments. At least there's you know, protection. The song is more than just a tradition, the queen says. You jerk around. She has entered the room without a sound. At the setting of the solstice sun on Midsummer's Eve. Oh, man, there's... Buddy, I hope you've read a book or two. Knowledge of the future is given to the one who knows how to ask. The hinge also acts as an energy vortex. Hey, you know, this book's pretty educational, unless it's all full of shit, really. <laughs> it balances the forces of Earth, bringing in gratitude, cleansing the greed and hate. And the balancing occurs for just a few moments each solstice, but is essential to our and your survival. What happened tonight, you ask? I saw a terrible fate that is going to befall both the Fae and you humans. Unfortunately, the hinge has fallen to such a state of disrepair, disrepair that I can't find out more about the fate that threatens without getting help. What needs to be done, a fate cannot do. So I need your help. All right, trick, trickster god. Why me, you ask? What can I do? The hinge was built by three groups, humans, giants, and the trowel. The queen replies, all three worked together to build it long ago. I need someone to go talk to the giants or the trowel to help us figure out what this oracle means. But why don't you go, or one of your people? The truth is that we Fae have had, shall we say, moments of unpleasantness with both the giants and the trial. They would not treat our request well if one of us were to go. So now it's going from the fantasy to like, uh, is this real then? Certain mm -hmm. sounds hero's journey. <laughs> yeah. The, unwill the unsuspecting or unwilling person thrust into a situation to rise to the challenge. You're our only mm -hmm. hope. I think I know what giants are, you say, but what are trial? Trout are the barrel dwellers, or hog boons. Sometimes they are called goblins, but I would not say that to their faces. The wood elves. So, let's make a note on that. Do not call them goblins to their faces. They are tough, but not overly mean. We have had our conflicts through the years. Please, can you do this? I would not ask unless I truly needed help. It has to be freely done. Otherwise, I would merely place you under a spell. Oh, okay. <laughs> so basically, you're either doing this or I'm going to make you do it. No, she's saying I can't make you do it. You have to do it of your own free will. But she says, <laughs> otherwise, I would merely place you under a spell. Oh, that, and it wouldn't work, I guess. Mm -hmm. You feel a strange compulsion to say yes. In fact, you don't even consider refusing. I'll do it, you say. Wonderful. Damn that food. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Would you prefer to go to the Giants, or are you more inclined to try the trow? Dun, dun, dun. Hmm. You want to think on this, or no? Let's just jump and see if you die. Well, I don't think you will well, die right away. Well, um... I'll make my choice and then we'll cut it off. Okay. And then we'll uh, continue next continue time. Continue next time. I think. Hmm. The trowel sounds more harmless, but that could just mean they're meaner. Well, it says that they're not really mean, but they're what did it say? Tougher or something? Uh, it just said it's, they are tough, so they could rip you from. Well, the giants could too, obviously, yeah. tear you from limb to limb. Well, do you think you could outrun hmm. the giants or the the trowel faster? 
So I think I'd be able to easily, more easily evade the giants because I can slip in and out of places they might not be able to see. Yeah. Not so much outrun, but evade. Well, not only that, but you could keep your eye on the giant a lot easier than these little trout burrowing yeah, through the, you yeah. know, hiding yeah. around and stuff. <laughs> it's like when I'm trying to track a mosquito and it flies <laughs> yeah. in some t- into something black and it's like, oh, I lost it. Well, I'm screwed here. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I will make the decision to go with the giants. So we're t- I'm, I'm making a note because I don't have a bookmark. Visit mm. Giants. Yeah, here's a cough drop. Oh, yeah. Really. Perfect. So <laughs> so we're visiting the Giants. Uh, pay- let's just make sure they won't die right away. Like, like mm-hmm. the immediately squished. Okay, there we go. So it's that's your next adventure. Ooh. Ooh. Climbing a mountain. So tune in next Watch time. Watch out for the Odins. Yeah. So tune in next tune time. Tune in next time to find out what happens with Same the Giants. Same Jive-ass station, same Jive-ass channel. Yeah, that's why I think I use that on one of my Batman episodes. But uh, so yeah, we'll find out more on this. Somehow we made it through one. one yeah, we we've one been scene. reading like halfway we, through that book. I think I've made three choices <laughs> a, thus far. Which is a lot of there. exposition in this one. <laughs> well, I think they all do. That's kind of one of the reasons I kind of veer away from them. But they are, and I've ha- well, I've had one uh, a jive ass fan that requested them. But it's kinda, I like that they put this little map on the back that shows you how. Each one goes, up. but yeah. it doesn't tell you which way yeah. is what. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, just, it just randomized, like, yeah. go here, go here, go here. But, like, yeah. choose from 16 endings, so hopefully we'll get at least one. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And on that spine-tingly ending 16 note, different endings, but how many of them are death? 15, probably. 15, 15 and a half. Yeah. yeah. And the other and one half. is just, like, you go back home and take a nap because you're too tired from a trip. You know, that's mm-hmm. all it's gonna be. Fuck you, Twig. <laughs> yeah. Twig, you know what, buddy? Last time, you, you know, your ass got me in trouble with the law again. Uh, so for that note, uh, this has been Tony Shaba, your jive as reader. With Beth, the supreme adventurer that I chose myself. And Mark, the why was Twig climbing and rock climbing in the Cotswolds? <laughs> yeah, we never, we never kind of, he never explained that. So maybe we'll find that out. He's just laying there in bed with his broken uh-huh, legs and stuff. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Allegedly, he, yeah, he's in his robe and his uh, jammies and just really comfortable. Well, and watching you on a Doctor Who marathon. <laughs> <laughs> watching you on satellite as you're going through these tunnels and going like man that guy's gonna die any minute now <laughs> and i'll be here to watch mm-hmm. yep. uh, so we'll it's find all out part of time. a reality show <laughs> yeah yeah poor bastard all right uh, so uh death to twig i'll see you guys later Toodles. Toodles. Bye.